I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, John Favreau, let's start the show. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Marry Me and Dog, plus the first two episodes of Hawkeye in our Movie of the Week. I love you, man. I really do. All right, JV, how we doing, man? Doing excellent, man. How about you? Dude. Still stuffed from all the sides. Yeah. <laughs> still, still eating them too, right? Still I'm eating leftovers them. Leftovers for days. <laughs> leftovers for weeks. <laughs> oh man, it yeah. was it was good. Oh yeah, I had leftovers for lunch. To be honest with you. I think I'm gonna skip Thanksgiving next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just lying to you, bro. It's my favorite holiday, man. I'm, I love that yeah, damn yeah, holiday. It's not, gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna happen at all. <laughs> I'm just gonna slide right into Christmas, so it's fine. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinners slide right into Christmas dinner. <laughs> Christmas just, lunch, whichever you want to get. It's just magical every single time, man. All right, buddy. We got a few trailers, uh, new ones. We got this Owen Wilson, J-Lo, Marry Me. Yeah, man. Talk to me about this. Owen Wilson, man. He's living a good life here in this movie. It's kind of funny, like, that concept of this guy just standing in the audience with a sign, right? You see this at like concerts all over the place. Yeah, uh, whether they're funny or whatever, uh, he gets chosen to marry her on stage. It's like every person's dream, anytime they hold a sign up. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just to get pointed at on the big screen. <laughs> this dude gets gets to marry the the star of the show. Well, Javi, full disclosure, um, I've had. I, I love you, Javi Signs, and you never pointed at me So at your concert. So. I apologize. I'll get to you at the next one, man. Look, I'm looking for a wink or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a, just a nod, the eyebrow movement or something. something. So I got give, you. Me, I got give you. me the people's eyebrow or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this is, um, 
this is Owen Wilson, man. And I like that he's yeah. not just like that wow dude anymore. Yeah. He's he's older, he's wiser, he's taken on better roles. And I think this fits like right up with what he's trying to do here. Where yeah, it's a comedy, it's a romance rom com type thing. Yeah. And just for him just kind of get thrown into this world. It almost reminded yeah. me, right, after I finished watching the trailer of uh, Jason Siegel's character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, the mm-hmm. beginning when they're showing that their <laughs> their relationship, and he's just, like, in yeah. the way at the photo shoots. And they're like, dude, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get yeah. out of the way. Like, that's kind of like the yeah. world that he's stepping into. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's cool, too. These aren't your two typical rom-com actors, right? I mean, I know Jennifer Lopez has been in some stuff like that, but Owen Wilson, man. I mean, all I do is see him from Wedding Crashers or uh, what was one I just watched not too long ago, The Internship. Yeah, that was a good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think seeing these two kind of collide in this type of movie, you know, it's going to be one I'm going to want to watch. Not typically a rom-com guy, but... I will, I will definitely try to catch this one. Good deal, man. Good deal. We'll make sure we go ahead and post this one on our social for everybody to check it out. Yes, sir. All right, man. So um, we got this guy and uh, the the Magic Mike, <laughs> Channing Tatum, in the trailer for Dog. Now, when I first saw just the, the, the one shot, the poster of this movie, mm-hmm. I did not know this trailer was going to give me all the feels. <laughs> But it definitely did, man. You have this guy who is basically like a a, a screw up, right? And mm-hmm. he has like one more chance, and he has to deliver uh, one of his uh, the guys that he was in the military with. Dog guy died. Got to deliver it to the funeral, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, right? I think that's what it was, yeah. And you know, this dog is very ferocious t- towards him, and there's a lot of animosity. <laughs> And he muzzles the dog, and it's really like funny and and cute. I'm a sucker for you know anything with a dog in it, so yeah. pretty excited for this one, man. What were your thoughts? I'm excited to see Shannon kind of a solo gig, right? We always see him in a like a duo in a team with somebody, you know, another comedian or something like that. I, we don't see him on his own much. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing that side of him, like what he does on his own. And, and this trailer, he delivers some really good lines, too. He's he's an interesting actor. Obviously, you know, he was like a model, dancer, stripper, and then turned actor. Yeah. Um, you know, very tip, <laughs> very typical for a lot of, you know, what happens in, in Hollywood, right? Sounds like, like Clyde's biography. But, you know, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm, I'm still writing the final <laughs> chapter. <laughs> Um, but you know, there's, there's times that he can be very like deadpan and not really deliver lines in his movies, but Mm -hmm. I feel like he's also matured. He's, uh, gotten better and he's, he definitely delivered here. And I think opposite of playing a a dog, the entire movie, it's interesting and you have to bring your A game because you're not, it's going to be hard to feed off that dog. You know what I mean? Not everybody is going to give a stellar yeah. performance like uh, Tom Hanks and Turner and, and Hooch. But, yeah. you know, he I'm, this trailer looks good. Yeah, just a solo performance like we talked about a few weeks ago with uh, Matt Damon. Is it The Martian? Oh, yeah. You really got to, got to bring it and, you know, 
no, this is a chance to do something like that. Yeah, man, this is going to be good. So we'll go ahead and drop this on our socials as well. Dog. All right, man, the moment we've been waiting for. Yeah? Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, Hawkeye. You caught the two first episodes? Yes, sir. Talk to me, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, man, Christmas, man. Christmas time. Let's go. I love it. I love it. These first couple episodes, uh, a lot happens. There is a, a lot that goes down right away from, you know, a bell tower being destroyed to apartments on fire, all kinds of crazy stuff, man. I'm looking forward to the next one because I really want to see, like, what what is that next step that they're taking? You know, with these shows, you never really know who's going to show up next. Yeah. And everything's so secretive. You just don't know. And I'm just... Just ready to see the next one. I really want to know what's going to happen next. That's what Marvel, Netflix, that's what like a lot of these studios are doing now, man. I think it's like that that net Netflix thing where you have to binge watch it because you just want to see what's next. It's those those last like two or three minutes, right? There's so much happens in breakneck speed that you're like, oh my gosh, like I should go to sleep. I should go to work. I should go to church. I should go to the bathroom. Yeah. But... I'm going to get another episode in, right? <laughs> I got, got four seasons to go. I got four seasons to go. And that's it. Right? So so these <laughs> so these um, Disney Marvel shows are doing that exact same thing where there's those those last couple of minutes and you're just like, oh, gosh, this is this is a lot. And then a cliffhanger happens and you're just like, all right, well, got to yeah. watch the next one. <laughs> but 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 the important, like, I want to talk about Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton Hawkeye. Like this guy had a very interesting evolution in the Marvel Cinematic oh. Universe, right? Military man. Yeah. Soldier, friend, family man, you know, and then like went rogue <laughs> during the Infinity War. Yeah. Right? Like, just mm-hmm. love seeing where he is right now, man. This is fun. And we're really getting a Clint Barton show right now. This yes. isn't Hawkeye right now. This yeah. is Clint and him dealing with his past, right? Yeah. The, like you said, the, the Ronin situation is dealing with that. Uh, really directly, direct backlash from that <laughs> in his first couple episodes. Uh, but yeah, Clint. Now we see that he's also got that hearing aid, another little part of the story. Yeah. I like how they kind of explain that. Yeah. You know, it's just like four scenes, right? It's like four explosions is how they explain why he has hearing aid. <laughs> that, 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 that's just like, that's like excellent writing because like, you don't want to see one of your heroes with a hearing aid, but you also have yeah. to remember this is a man of flesh and blood like you and I, and mm-hmm. how he explained it in Age of Ultron. I'm just a guy with a bow and arrow, man, but I got to go out there and do my job, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't see himself as anything more than that either. Exactly. That's a real, real thing in this in this series. Like I said, that's Clinton Burton. He's not. He's not living it up as a superhero. He's just like doing my job, guys. <laughs> so, so l- 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 let me ask you this: uh, <laughs> off of these first two episodes here, uh, what was your favorite scene? If you can narrow one down, 
that's a hard thing to narrow down right off the top of my head, but I guess I'll have to say kind of the funnest one. I, th- I think was just the opening scene when we first see Kate Bishop and she's like shooting the the arrows at the bell tower. Yeah, that's fun. And it's supposed to be so innocent and such, just like a little a little thing they're doing as a bet, and she did just destroys this thing with that is a repercussion of an action that we love to see, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like she, she does this and destroys the bell tower. She gets kicked out of school and her mom's like, all right, well, I don't really enjoy having to pay for a bell tower and a clock. That's irreplaceable. <laughs> yeah. We got to give it up for uh Vera Famiga, man. She's fantastic as the mom yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that first scene really sets the tone for her character. It's like, she's, she's rich and she's just like and i'm sorry is all she needs to have to in order to get away with it is yep. basically what it seemed like <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah man what about you the scene when he had to go collect the the ronin outfit like <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he's just like he's like do i do i really have to do this like do i really have to like well, i forgot what the the it's like yelping or something. I forgot the name of it. But whatever he has to do to go to like that fantasy area where they're all playing in the park or whatever, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, LARPing. LARPing. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Live, live action role play. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's, it's he's, good. It's so good. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> He gets. He finally like he fights through all these kids or whatever, and then he gets to the guy, and the guy's like, "Oh man, I'll give it to you, but like, we gotta fight, man. Like, how, how often do you get to fight yeah. a superhero, right?" <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but like with with Jeremy Renner's like Clint Barton, he's not having fun yet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You saw, you saw Sam and Bucky uh, eventually have fun, right? You saw Loki have fun. Um, in their series, Clint, he's going to get there. Cause obviously we saw all the pre previews. He's not there yet though. Yeah. I think, um, Kate is going to bring that out in him, Yeah, but he's still not having fun, but he had like a little smirk on his face while he was doing yeah. this. You know, you can, tell- <laughs> well, yeah, he said he enjoyed it. I think, I think he tells the guy that he enjoyed it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, it's kind of still in that phase of, oh man, I'm back in it. You know, he was trying to spend the spend time with his family on Christmas, and now he's back on mission. Right? Yep, I think this is a good series for us to kind of take week to week, man. Unpack, talk about. Oh, it's just fun, guys. Definitely check mm-hmm. out Hawkeye on, on Disney Plus. It's currently one of the more lighthearted uh, Marvel Disney shows that we've seen, but it's definitely fun. So this is going to ground us a little more than Black Widow did. You know, especially it being in our current time period of the yeah. movies mm-hmm. let me tell you one i watched yesterday talk to me you ever see the uh matt damon uh downsizing you ever watch that movie <sighs> yeah man that was um that was an interesting movie yeah <laughs> i watched it yesterday man and i was like this is this is weird yeah right like like it's a weird but makes sense situation and i didn't like plan on anything i just saw it i was like oh matt damon let me watch this movie yeah and uh me and the wife uh sat down and watched it and 
it's funny and it's really good story but it's like it's like a regular story but the only thing is this guy's ends up being small it's yeah the only real big difference <laughs> but you know what like the cool thing about it is like you think watching the trailer for that movie downsizing you're thinking it's going to be one type of movie the entire way through and it's like that for maybe the yeah. first like 30 45 minutes and it's a long movie and the rest of the time they tackle a lot of like social economic issues they tackle a lot of um psychological issues with like different characters and it's really introspective right is what it is but you're not you're not expecting that though yeah i mean it's uh you know i don't know what you'd call it if it'd be a kind of racism right from like the large people to the small people mm-hmm. you know there's some things they hit there it's it's i mean it's a fairly deep movie yeah but just with that interesting twist i enjoyed it i watched it yesterday it was great we did as well man we actually had to watch it twice to fully understand what was going on mm-hmm. um because we caught something the second time we were like oh wow yeah man uh <laughs> downsizing like i i slept on it didn't see it in the theaters saw it it was on like i don't know one of the streaming services we caught it and was like oh okay this is this is a solid flick, man. <laughs> Highly recommend. I watched like eighteen other movies this weekend, but we'll move on. <laughs> I just want to say one. <laughs> I just want to say one thing, and we'll we'll jump into our movie here. We're getting closer. Spider Man. Yes. No way home. We're getting closer. All right. Yes. Super excited. By the time this pod drops, we're gonna be in December. We're gonna be like a week and a half away. Super excited. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into our movie of the week here. We got... Oh, dude. Love this movie. I love you, man. Uh, this one dropped in theaters back in 2009. A couple other movies that dropped that year is uh, Push, The Lovely Bones, The Proposal, Gamer... Jennifer's Body, State of Play. That's a really good political thriller if you've never seen it. Um, Obsessed. And one of my favorites of all time, Couples Retreat, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You want to check Such tape? Let's go one. check tape. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. So I Love You Man was written and directed by John Hamburg. This book had a, a budget of $40 million. And brought in 92.3 mil at the box office. I'm going to hit our three main stars here because this is a humongous star list here. You better say Lou Ferrigno or I'm dropping off this right now. Oh, I'm just going to (laughs) go. I'm just messing with you. (laughs) Just actor. I'm going actor names. I'm not going to say everybody's character name. Okay. But we have Paul Rudd as Peter Clavin. Jason Segel as Sidney Fife. And Rashida Jones as Zoe Rice. That's going to be our... Our three mains, the rest of this cast, man, Andy Samberg, J.K. Simmons, Jane Corton, uh, Jamie Presley, yeah, John Fabro, Sarah Burns, Lou Ferrigno, your boy, uh, <laughs> Rob Hubel, uh, Aziz Ansari, Nick Kroll, Mather Zickles, I think is how you pronounce that, Thomas Lennon, 
Rush, the whole band of Rush. <laughs> the, the entire band. Little Neil Perk in you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good uh there's not one name on this list that's not awesome. Just fan, fan <laughs> fantastic, man. Fantastic. All right, man. So like you do every week, brother, go ahead and uh give us a quick synopsis so we can hop into this amazing movie. Yeah, man. Uh Peter Clavin. Uh, he comes to the realization after he gets engaged that he doesn't have any guy friends. Like his only friend is his fiance. <laughs> so he's got to figure out who his best man's going to be for this wedding. He goes on some man dates and uh, he meets Sydney at an open house of, uh, for Lou Ferrigno. They hit it off pretty good. And this bromance uh, starts to bring out a weird side of Peter that his fiance has never seen before. Oh, yeah. Good deal. All right, man. So, yeah, let's hop right in this plot, brother. And you definitely laid it out perfectly for us. So we have Peter Clavin, uh, Paul Rudd. He is a real estate broker and opening of the movie gets engaged to the amazing Rashida Jones. She accepts, says yes. And off the bat. <laughs> She's like, oh, who's going to be in, on your side of the wedding party? And he's like, oh, crap. All right, just off the bat. <laughs> Who are you going to call right now about this? Aren't you excited? Uh, nah, I don't really have anybody to really call, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, you know, he's like, what about your uh, guy from, your friend from work? Yeah, well, I'll talk to him Monday when I get into work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So you can just tell, like, off the bat, the the story that we're painting here is um, Peter is a girlfriend guy. And that's fine. There's there's plenty of guys like that. You probably know a bunch of dudes like that. I know a bunch of dudes like that. Um, they're still our friend. It's just that they're not ones that we call. Like, Yo, man, let's go grab a beer and a burger, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's explained... When, you know, he takes up fencing, right? <laughs> and he's with the guys. <laughs> I, and I love this part, right? It's just, tell, it's just telling his story and, like, his backdrop. And they do it so perfectly yeah. where they're like, oh, yeah, man. Um, what do you you guys trying to get a beer and burger after uh, fencing? And they're like, oh, we're going up the <laughs> Joshua Tree. Like, yeah. oh, cool. Yep. <laughs> Joshua Tree. My, my favorite, though, my favorite, and I, I have to spell this out, right? Is it's because Aziz Ansari's character is getting engaged. That's why they're going to Joshua Tree. And then when Peter's like, Yeah, oh, uh, actually, it's cool because, like, I just got engaged myself. And Aziz Ansari's just like, Wow, that's 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 awesome for you, guy. <laughs> like, right? There's like, there's like. <laughs> There's like little to no emotion about like they're super excited to all go to Joshua Tree and go hang out and get yeah. drunk or whatever. But for Peter, uh, it's not much. Not, not worried about it. Yeah, this movie man is just like the realest movie for guys that like I've ever seen in my life, bro. And yeah, I, yeah. I, it's just fantastic the way that is <laughs> written and everything is portrayed, man. Yeah, and I love that he's so good at fencing as well. He's actually badass at that, okay? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, he's really good at fencing, but nobody nobody cares. Because <laughs> they, don't, they don't really, I guess they just don't really relate to him, and that's, that's what makes it fantastic, especially that opening scene. 
so good. You know, and then we move forward through the plot. Uh, like you said, he realizes, like, yeah, I have nobody in my wedding party. You know, <laughs> decides to go out on some mandates, busted. Um, eventually meets a guy, and he's head over heels for, right? Like, <laughs> he's head over heels <laughs> for this guy. Um, and they hit it off, and things happen, and then the kind of the story kind of rolls on from there, man. Uh, the best thing I like about this entire plot, one, it's just real. It's just a very yeah. real story. Two, like, the main characters give it so much life. You know, and I guess that goes with, like, the my first point in regards to, mm-hmm. man, like, we, we've all seen and been in scenarios that have taken place in this movie where it's so relatable. I... I, I, I love it, man. I love it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like uh, just that awkward time, even like meeting new people. Right. Yeah. Especially now that we're we're older, you know, you know, we're not in really in that place like where we were just all about it. Right. You're always about, you know, meeting new people, having fun, having a good time. Now, honestly, I'm not too worried about it. You know, I'm not. Not all that worry about meeting a bunch of new people and all this stuff. This guy has to meet somebody like in a short amount of time. <laughs> he's, he's and become friends with them so he they can be in his <laughs> he has to find somebody to be his best man. And it's just like is a whole level of anxiety that I don't think I can handle. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> dude. I just feel like I just feel like it'll be my my dad and my brother. Like that, that that's my wedding party, so <laughs> They'll either double up or triple up with girls, or uh, yeah. you you just get two bridesmaids. Like it's simple as that. <laughs> if I was in his his shoes, so that's a whole other good part of this thing too. Is like his dad and his brother. Uh, his dad's J.K. Simmons and uh, Andy Samberg is his brother. <laughs> when they're at dinner together, they're all talking, and uh, his dad starts talking about his two best friends. Right, one's. <laughs> Some guy he's worked with forever, and the other one's his son. <laughs> Hank Mardukas or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so, he, it's just so solid. He's like, yeah, Hank, you know, my best friend. My other one's uh, Robbie here. <laughs> oh, dude, it's just oh, the, the best, man. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into these characters. And obviously, from the top, we got to talk about Paul Rudd. Uh, the very never-aging Paul Rudd as Peter Claving, man. Uh, talk to me about him. <laughs> it's uh, Paul Rudd, you know, but his character is Peter Claven. That the only difference between Paul Rudd and Peter Claven is that he's marrying Rashida Jones as Zoe Rice, and he's a real estate investor or a real estate uh, agent. Yep. Other than that, it's Paul Rudd, right? One hundred percent. We see Peter's very, you know, driven to start his future. Right, that's the whole beginning of the movie. Even like when he's getting engaged, he's talking to her about this piece of property that he wants to invest in and develop, and then he wants to marry Zoe. Yeah. So a lot of big steps he's taken like right now. And that's kind of his whole thing through the movie, right? Is like he has to sell 
Lou Ferrigno's house <laughs> <laughs> so he can get the money. Once it's brought up that he needs to have a best man, he's right in on that, right? It's like, time to go. We got to find somebody. And when it comes back around to later on, it's the same thing. Everything he does in this movie is like, he gets it done. Yeah, man. Like, it takes a lot for somebody, you know, even in your late 20s, 30s, let's just say the character is somewhere in, in that age. Um, yeah. He's probably in his 30s um to you know look internally and say yeah something's not right and <laughs> i'm getting married to this amazing woman and i want the day to be perfect she has like 19,000 bridesmaids i got to have a few dudes you know i got i got to have a few yeah. people lined up on, on my side there that takes a lot man cuz a lot of people would be like yeah. screw it like, like I said, if it was just me, it'd be my, if, if I was in his shoes, if I didn't know you or JP or anybody, it'd be like, uh, it'd be Brian, my father <laughs> and my brother, Deshaun. That'd <laughs> be it. my wedding party right? right there. Uh, but the fact that he takes, <laughs> but the fact that he takes the time to, you know, introspective and actually put himself out there. Right. Like you said, at this stage in the game. Like, do we want to go and hang out with a bunch of dudes we barely know? No, we just we just don't. We're just not. That's just not 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 comfortable for us anymore. Yeah, and it's not like one of his friends is like, "Hey, come out with us." You know, three of us. You know, you know, and then the other two you may not know. Yeah, he's like on a on a one on one with Mel, right? Your your picture's a little out of date, Mel. <laughs> when you start using the internet, oh, just a couple years ago, okay, okay. Yeah, you're really good at it. You're really good at it, Mel. Yeah, man. So <laughs> that that brings me to 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 those parts, right? The yeah, the mandates are just perfect. Obviously, <laughs> the dude that takes him to the uh, ga galaxy game, uh, the soccer game. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. what's his name? Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie. Joe Lutrugia, man. Just great. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes with Mel, <laughs> which is just. <laughs> yeah, Mel's cool. Mel is super cool. And it, obviously the man that he uh, decided to sit down, have, have, a, have a bottle of wine, steak, a good meal. And the dude basically just open mouth kiss him <laughs> just fabulous <laughs> that's, that's it yeah and then the long follow-up scene to that when he's back at home uh getting in basically like, you, you taste like a like an ashtray <laughs> <laughs> have you been kissing somebody no yeah. yeah well yeah this guy straight open mouth kissed me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Coffee, uh, something that we never talk about are the amazing vehicles in these movies, man, that we watch. I mean, let's talk about our top phase, bro, for a second. Yeah, man. That Ashton Martin DB5 from James Bond, acclaimed, just mm. fantastic. That 89 Batmobile. Tim Burton's Batmobile, Michael Keaton's Batmobile, just yes. badass, iconic. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a muscle car 
type of guy, but Eleanor, that 67 Mustang yeah. Shelby GT500 from Gone in 60 Seconds. Whew. Got me there. Oh, that's a perfect <laughs> car, man. You know, and probably super iconic, more than any of those other ones, is that DeLorean time machine from Back to the Future. Yeah. Like, that was a character itself, and Just fantastic, brother. Just classic dope vehicles that helped out their protagonists get through their movie, man. What are some of your favorites? Of course, the DeLorean. 100% agree with that one. Oh, fantastic. Mine are a lot of muscle cars, man. Uh, 1977 Pontiac Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. Fire. Dom's 1970 Charger from the first Fast and the Furious. Interesting fact, I have a photo next to one of those cars that I took at Universal Studios when I was younger. Ooh, ooh, nice. nice. Uh, 1958 Plymouth Fury from Christine. And that Ferrari 250 GT from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Dude, that one from Ferris Bueller's, man, is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? Well, it's going to have definitely have to be Dom's Charger overall. Uh, just American muscle. No matter where you go, these things make a statement. Yeah. What about you? Which one would you choose? It's that DB5, man. It's the ultimate spy car. Like, I love James Bond. I always wanted to be a spy. Uh, you know, this car has pop-out gun barrels behind the front headlights, revolving license plate, a champagne cooler in the armrest, smoke screen, oil slick. This car just screams badassery, man. Like, I wouldn't use any of those things, but super cool. Let me ask you a question, though. Do you have to have a license to kill to drive it? You know what? You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. So we want to hear about your favorite movie vehicles. You know the socials. Movie in a Pod on Facebook and that Movie in a Pod on Twitter and Instagram. But you know what? There's uh, I, I also like it with Peter's characters when you know we, we'll jump into Sydney in a second, but Sydney actually brings out the the guy in him, right? He's a very girlfriend yes. guy, um, and I think every guy kind of has that balance, and it's how you teeter, right? You're almost on like a seesaw right. of like where where you are, and it's very good to be obviously more towards the person that you love that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, but it's very healthy for you to also have those guy friends that you can lean into and just be guys with. And he finds that Mm -hmm. with him. And from the beginning of the movie, especially when he's making the, um, hot chocolate pirouettes, things or whatever, (laughs) you, you don't think that he has it in him to be like that, that type of guy. They look amazing. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but so good at. you don't you don't think he has that like dudes do that you just like roll around and yeah. just be guys and just dude out right? Um, but he does, and it takes a certain type of person to get that out of you, man. I I watch this movie and I, I think of you and I, man. And I think of like all of our close buddies that we grew up with and hang out with. Um, yeah. We're like, there's certain guys that, you know, we can hang out with and we're just, eh, you know, cool, whatever. And then there's guys that we can just bro out with, right? Like, how many, how many times, <laughs> yeah, how many yeah, times have we, the, you don't care. 
It just doesn't even matter what you talk about or what you say. It's just whatever. How many times? How many hours did we spend on your couch uh, playing Modern Warfare Three, uh, drink drinking beer, <laughs> you know, eating cookout? Right? Like, how, how many hours did we spend oh, yeah. just just duding out like that? Oh, right? yeah, that, was a, that was a good good chunk of my uh, late teens, early twenties. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And that's what we did. That's what exactly yeah. what we, we we did, man. So let's go ahead and uh, hop over here to Jason Siegel, Sydney Fife. This guy. <laughs> Do we even know what this guy does for a living? <laughs> uh, I don't know. All his money is uh, was it tied up in equities? Is that what he says? His card. His card says like investment yeah. something or whatever. But yeah. we really don't know I, what this guy does. I mean, we know he uh, has a little shack right there on the beach. Cool little little house right off of, what is it, that uh, Venice Beach or yeah. whatever? Is that yep. what it was at? Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, as he, call, he calls up uh, Peter and he's like, hey, you want to meet me out at uh, Venice Pier for lunch or the Venice Boardwalk? Yeah. And then he walks over there, walks his dog, and then he walks back to his house. <laughs> so he's right there on it. Um but that's all we know, right? And we know he can buy billboards. He knows a guy. He knows a guy who can buy billboards, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, his career is unknown right now from what I, I could tell from the movie. <laughs> but he is like, <laughs> ah, man. When I think of, like, Sidney Fife, man, uh, you know, I always try to think back to, like, our, our friends and everything and try to pinpoint. And he's like... um. He's like a couple of guys that we grew up with. I can't really pinpoint one, but I'm like, yep, parts of him are there. Parts of this guy is right here. And it's because, like, he's unabashed. He likes a certain type of women and woman and doesn't want to get out of that category for nothing. But he's down for his boys. You know what I mean? So, like, he's he's a couple of guys that we kind of grew up with in our 20s. Sydney's a cool guy. I don't think me and him would be friends. But he's perfect for like Peter's character. You know what I mean? That's that's the beautiful thing about it, man. Very uh, attached, right? He's like him and Peter attach themselves to each other so hard. Yeah, that's perfect <laughs> like, way to say it. Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, Peter's down to go chill with him whenever he can. Uh, Sydney's ready to party whenever Peter's ready to go and. That's it. That's all they do the rest of the movie. <laughs> and, like, I think you appreciate it more than a lot of people who watch this movie. Um, what bring, what really binds these two together, right? Obviously, it's the fish tacos. Duh. Uh, how many times do you mean you go to Cabo Fish Taco and just drink and eat? <laughs> Should we get a third order of fish yes. tacos? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go <laughs> yes. ahead and start that fourth yes, one, yes, too. Yes, we Don't. <laughs> Forget about the jalapeno mashers, Javi, okay? Yes. yes. No, never forget about those. Wait, are you telling this me that we're at Cabo Fish Taco and you don't have jalapeno mashers on the menu? Okay, let's back up. Let me, let's me. let try this, okay? Do you have jalapenos? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you have potatoes? Okay. Can you mash those potatoes? Okay. Cool. Do you have cheese to put it on top? Okay, perfect. Go make me some damn jalapeno mashers, please. Yeah. I can't eat those without my fish tacos, either, right? Either, <laughs> you either put them together or just bring me three bowls and I'll handle 
Exactly. I'll figure but it out with them. That's so. like two dollars off your tip. <laughs> no, man, we spent so many hours eating and drinking in the car. We actually haven't been there in a while. We've also been to Cabo Fish Taco. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. It Ooh. has been a while. We are due a visit, my man. So there's always busy. Uh, but but no, man. <laughs> the <laughs> these guys they form their bond over their love of Rush, right? And they're both like you know amateur musicians and love playing. Those scenes of them two together playing some of my my favorites of this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just see two guys in it, right? Like they go. This is something I talked to you about, you know, my guys in Fifty Flies, and we we're all talking about creating music and having fun. It's like it's about becoming one musician right it's about when that music's being created and you're having a good time everybody's flowing it's about being one band one person and that's what these guys are doing yeah they are enjoying themselves so much that they are the same person they are one person while they're while they're jamming out to rush it's fantastic and then we're also my favorite scenes as well oh yeah dude it's just good but also, you get a little bit about him, Ray. You know, he has this, he has this little dog. He's very unabashed, right? Like he he goes, he has a a station where he handles his business, right? And he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't put it away for company. Um, <laughs> probably the cleanest way I'm going to say that. <laughs> no, there's no women allowed in the man cave, right? So yeah, so he's fine. good. He's good. He doesn't clean up after his dog, after the dog poop, and then yells at somebody who <laughs> steps in it. <laughs> he straight up tells Peter, yeah, I just had sex with that woman, right? Like, <laughs> like he's, yeah. very, he's very, like, unabashed, and he's the opposite of Peter, but they're yeah. almost yin and yang. I think that's what I'm trying to say, right? Uh, they're almost yin and yang of each other, where they kind of fit together. They're like one guy. Um, and that's... <laughs> You know, not to get, not to get like whatever, but that's a relationship, man. That's a friendship right there. Where yeah. e- even oh. like me and you, we've been friends since high school. You know, there are certain things that you bring to the table uh, that I just don't possess attributes, skills, thoughts, and everything. And this is the same thing f- for me. And that's the yin and the, and, and the yang of, like, us, right? And that's, like, how you build and keep long-lasting relationships. And I watch this movie, and I think of us. Once again, not trying to... not. <laughs> you can hold back that tear, Javi. I, I, I see it coming down, bro. Hold that shit back. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think of us, and I'm like, yo, that's... It's one tear, right? Gangster. <laughs> <we're> gangster. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you have to, like, I, I look at this movie and I watch these two guys and I'm like, there's different things, obviously, that me and Javi like outside of these guys, um, but you can still see that dynamic. And I think that's a yeah. lot of relationships, even like female relationships as well, right? Like, my wife has her friends and they have that, that yin and the yang quality and they kind of fit together into that yin and yang cookie and that's their relationship, man. That's the story that, like, Hamburg really tells here. It's just fun, man. I, I know I keep using that that word. It's just fun to see real-life stuff unfold in a very hilarious way. 
All right, man. Talented. Rashida Jones, Zoe Rice. Talk to me. On the flip side of Peter Clavin and, you know, or Paul Rudd, great. She really matches his energy through most of these scenes. Yeah. A real, you know, a good, good back and forth, right? He's, he'll throw a joke. She'll say something back. He'll throw a joke. She got something to come back from. And a really good, believable relationship. She's great in this role where she does kind of push him to go, you know, hang out with these guys and go hang out with Sydney and everything. Uh, but you're right. Just like in your synopsis, she starts seeing a different side of him. And <clears throat> I think it's jealousy a little bit. You know, she's used to him being a girlfriend guy and spending so much time with her. But he's kind of pulling away in a very healthy way, obviously. Um, you know, not not n- nothing bad. He's just getting has a, a dude friend. I love this yeah. scene because Carmen says this to me all the time. You were, you've been gone for nine hours. What on earth were you doing, right? And I looked at Carmen last night <laughs> we watched this movie. I'm like, how many times have you said that to me? She goes, a million times, Clyde. I'm like... <laughs> what are you doing? But like, but like, we're guys, though. We I literally can... I'm at a Rush concert, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're, we're guys. I'm putting on a Rush concert, damn it. <laughs> we can sit there... Talk, drink a couple beers in this bullshit yeah. for hours. And before we know, man, it's dark, right? It's like, oh, dude, yes. I got to go home and grade yeah. papers and shit. You know what I mean? I got to yeah. do adult stuff. <laughs> grade papers. Who's great? Which one of us is grading papers? <laughs> um, I have helped out my wife grade papers before. So. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> I, got, I could see you in there just like. Just trying to help this dude out, like turn a D into an A or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Check. <laughs> close enough. Yeah, close. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. And like I said, we have we you have a very outstanding cast here. Um, we're not going to jump into uh, the rest of these people. I will say that we can't get rid of J.K. Simmons. He's in all of our damn pods. Uh, you said it yesterday. This man's in everything, one way or another. So, just fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, and it's awesome every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's just no getting around that it's awesome whenever we see J.K. Simmons. <laughs> but let's talk about just the uh, really quickly, man. Just the uh, look and the feel of the, the movie itself. Super quick. It's California. It's gorgeous. It's 2009. And what I love best about this is I would like to live in Lou Ferrigno's house. <laughs> I would leave the statue there, too. Oh, 100%, bro. <laughs> the statue would stay. The statue yeah. staying. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Someone look at that every day and be like, I will never look this good. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but you statue of Lou Ferrigno will look this forever. <laughs> That's fine. Awesome, man. Awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Let me go hop into the theme, and then we I have a little quick game for you uh, to wrap up yeah, the man. pod. All right. I'm excited. Theme of this movie, man, is there's a couple things. You doing everything in your power to make sure that your future wife, the person that you love, 
has the best day ever. This is also about finding yourself and finding, I guess, the inner you, right? All these things were in him, um, but, you know, actually bringing that out and unfolding those and being like, yo, I can be an amazing boyfriend, fiance, husband, but I also can be a guy as well and have guy friends and do guy things that I can split time, right? Uh, yeah. In a very healthy way. And and this movie definitely brings that to the center stage, man. And I, I actually recommend all couples, and if you're dating, if you're engaged, if you've been married for one to 50 years, doesn't matter to watch this movie because you will learn something and maybe appreciate each other. Um, and women, ladies out there, you'll understand when we get ghost for nine hours with our guy friends, we're doing the <laughs> dumbest things ever. Okay. <laughs> Some of the funniest, funniest videos I watch is like, uh, ones that say, uh, you know, I wonder what he's out doing on Friday nights with his boys. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, they're just like hitting each other with bats or, uh, just acting stupid, just all by themselves. You know, no girls around. It's just dudes, just just being dudes and not caring. Like, even if we're, like, out at, like, a bar or, like, a, you know, a sports bar, restaurant or whatever, right? We're sitting there and we're just bullshitting for hours with each other, right? Like, and it's yeah, just something yeah. that we can do, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Uh, so, quick game here for you. We actually have not played this in... Over a decade now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we're going to have 60 seconds, and we got to go back and forth <laughs> with oh, how many I love you bro names that we can come up with. Remember this? Oh, man. Yeah. All I right. Mean, it's, uh, it's been a while. It's, it's It's been a while. So we got in 10 seconds, we, we will start, okay? And I'll, I'll, I will lead off. Okay. I love you, bro nameth. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro, Chacho. <laughs> I love you, Al Brochino. <laughs> JK Bromans. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay, 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 okay. That is really good there. Bro Montana. Boom. How about bro Montana? That? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Lou Ferrigbro. Ooh, done. Done. <laughs> done. Fire, fire, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, That is our conversation about 2009's I Love You, Man. Javi, um, probably a dumb question, but what did you think about this movie, man? How many buckets of popcorn do you give it? This is one of my faves, dude. When When you said, like, Paul Rudd movie... Was this not the first thing I'd, I was like, I love you, man. That's it. Yep. <laughs> this is one of my faves. I, I go back to it on a regular basis. You know, Rush has a bass player. Uh, Getty Lee's one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all these, all three of them are amazing musicians in general. This will definitely get some five buckets for me. Every time I go back, it's it's just it's just as funny as the first time I saw it. <laughs> you know, you always see more and more of the little details that you missed yeah from numerous watches so that's gonna be a five for me man what about you yeah dude 
Uh, this movie also gets five buckets of popcorn. It's it's definitely one of our favorites, my favorite, your favorite. Uh, it's got so much rewatchability, like you said. Like the the characters are phenomenal. The sporting cast just mm-hmm. outrageously hilarious. <laughs> Andy Samberg yeah. as his his gay younger brother, uh, <laughs> just ridiculously funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, jo- John Favreau, <laughs> he's even in there like. Oh Peter, I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy. Like that's just hilarious to me, right? Like he's 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 like he's 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 our buddy hugs, right? He's our buddy Josh. (laughs) I don't know the guy. (laughs) Get the f out of my house, right? No man, this movie um, is just a a beautiful, hilarious story that I can just watch over and over and over again and be entertained every single time, brother. Five buckets of popcorn. Might turn around and go watch it again tonight, man. It's that good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through. I love you, man. Next week, we'll be talking about The Replacements. That is streaming on Amazon Prime. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Laters on the Min J. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.